I was born with a song in my heart, a song that, that would define my life to the point I am right now. You see, I've had some good days. I've had some hills to climb. I've had some weary days and some sleepless nights. But when I look around and I think things over, all of my good days outweigh my bad days. I won't complain. I've never been one to complain. Through life, I've had many lows, lows that no one knows about but me. But I kept my eyes forward, and I always knew where my anchor was, no matter how far my ship would stray. That anchor always held strong and pulled me right back home. I've had the air to listen to many as they struggled, either to give advice or just listen attentively. And at times in my mind, I'd want to say that's nothing compared to what I'm going through right now, sitting here listening to you. But I always hid behind my smile. I'd sing that song to myself or sometimes aloud in my house or apartment. And my thoughts of all the troubles I saw would then be conveyed to the Lord. Rather, I just didn't feel comfortable sharing my bad with anyone else, or I just didn't think others liked the sound of me complaining. I always wanted to appear strong to the naked eye. Sometimes a song like this one can define you, or sometimes it can serve so many other purposes in your life, depending on the lyrics and where you find yourself at the time. There are songs that give you a praise, some that simply lift your spirits on a cloudy day. Others may speak to you and simply tell you to walk closer with God, while some may tell you to simply wait on them. Throughout my life, songs, even more than listening to the word, partly because of the access or merely the fact that I can sing or hum them to myself at any time, or maybe just because the emotion conveyed through songs and music speak to me in ways words never could. Songs would continually pull me out of rough situations and lead me back to God. I can remember at an early age falling in love with the old songs people would get up in church and sing at random when it was on their heart to sing. Someone in the front of the church would sing, Hallelujah anyhow, never let your problems get you down. When your problems come your way, hold your head up high and say, hallelujah, anyhow. I don't think I need to break down the meaning of this song to anyone, but I will elaborate on it this much to say. Think of the times the enemy attacks you from all angles, and it seems like any which way you turn, disaster is facing you. But the blessing in the storm is to look the enemy in the eye and throw a praise up to God and say, Hallelujah, anyhow. It's already been decided. It's already been worked out. Bring your best because the God I serve. <laughs> or for me, the first song I ever sang in church was Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him what you want. A simple reminder to myself that whether it was late in the midnight hour, early in the morning or when you found yourself in the darkest tunnel and reception may seem low. Just call that name, that powerful name. He will always answer. Call him up and tell him what you want. If you need healing, call him. Strength, 
Call him. Peace. Call him. Tell him what you want. If you need joy, call him. Hope. Call him. Blessings. Call him. Tell him what you want. Call him up and tell him what you want. I believe somebody knows what I'm talking about. Or then someone would sit in the corner of the church and spark this song that inspired me to write this piece in the first place. The one that makes me sit and ponder all the time, look back and smile and even sometimes laugh when I think of where I was at one point in my life, the lowest points I've ever seen. But my God, my God, look where he brought me from. I can still hear my aunt's voice starting up the song softly in the corner of the church before the whole church would join in and the musicians. Look away he brought me from. Oh, look away he brought me from. By now everyone would join in and some would stand and the clapping would begin. See, I'm from Hugie, a small town outside of Charleston. We're described as Geechee in how we speak. So the way we sing, it may be a little different from what you'd hear elsewhere. And maybe even the way we church might be a little different. Everything is about rhythm. So we could go with no music and the rhythm of the different claps would carry a beat by itself. There was never just a regular clap. So there would be the baseline clap to set the tone. And then someone would start freestyling. And before you know it, you didn't know if you were enjoying the song the music, or just the clapping and the tambourines. All you know is the church would be rocking. Everyone is standing. The music would stop, and the claps and the tambourine would still echo throughout the building. And then the drums would kick back in, and the music pick back up, all while singing. He brought me out of darkness into the marvelous light. Oh, look away, he brought me from. The experience itself, as I sit back and reminisce, is captivating. But what got the people so excited to jump out of their seats when the song started was the lyrics. As a teenager, I yet had a story to tell. But I can imagine at the time the adults in the room that all pondered as the song was coming off their tongues. Someone in there was sitting in a dark house because they couldn't pay their light bill. But God, someone knew the struggle of putting food on the table to feed their family. But God. I believe as you looked around that church and saw someone waving their hands, that person may have been in an abusive relationship and didn't know how or if they would ever get out, but God had other plans. Someone had been looked over and looked over for promotions on the job until one day God created a much better opportunity for them. Look where he brought me from. You could scan the room and see the triumph on the faces of so many that knew they could look back at where they were yesterday or last week or last year, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, and sing with the praise in your heart, knowing he brought me. I myself can look back now and sing this song with nothing but joy in my heart because I know I was in darkness. I've been in the literal dark with no power, and I've been in the figurative dark where I allowed myself to fall into dark, dark tunnels. I didn't see a way out for myself. I thought I had fallen too far this time. Oh, but God, all I can say now is look where he brought me from. I can sing that song and when I do, I still hear all the songs from my home church. I still hear the music. 
and sometimes mimic it with my voice or clap my hands the way we used to. And at times, I can still hear my aunt singing it with me. I know I always tell you in my messages to not look back in the rear view. But this one time, stop, take a peek back, and remember where you were yesterday. Remember where you were years ago. Or remember the times when you thought you wouldn't make it out of situations and say to yourself, look where God brought me from. If that doesn't put a praise on your inside or bring joy to your heart, then maybe you've lived the perfect life so far. And I can't relate this message to you. God has blessed you to not have to struggle. And that in itself is your blessing. Now, when I speak on my personal love of music and songs, it goes far beyond just listening or even singing them, even though I enjoy both. I could just go to church and listen to singing for hours, but I have a love for music, period. So I enjoy anyone blessed with that talent. But gospel music has brought me out of places in my life where I didn't see my way out of and inspired me and others where I needed a word. There was a time when I stayed away from the church, so the word couldn't reach me wherever I was. But what could always reach me was a song. For instance, I can speak of a time when I lost my job unexpectedly in my apartment all in the same week. I didn't know how I was going to get back on my feet. I had fought my way back up in a sense, but life definitely wasn't easy at the time. I found another house to rent and I was working a few jobs here and there to make ends meet, but nothing permanent. I really needed something solid and dependable. I applied for a supervisor position with the local newspaper and also a position at my son's school at the same time. With my credentials, neither was a problem to qualify for. My son's school immediately wanted to hire me, but I was holding out for the other position. They offered it to me on the same day. I turned down the position at my son's school and took the supervisor position, or so I thought. When I showed up for my first day at work, I found out the supervisor position had been filled and given to the best friend of the hiring manager. And the position they were giving me was a dispatcher position, making minimum wage, which at the time was a little over $6 an hour. It was by far the least amount of money I'd ever made in my life. I felt bamboozled and wanted to walk out angry, but at this point, I needed something steady. So begrudgingly, I took the position. I got my first check and I almost broke out in tears because I realized for the first time that I was really working for pennies. Not only was I making minimum wage, but I also had child support to pay. And because I wasn't making anywhere near what I made before, they took 60% of my check. So now I have to try to pay rent, buy gas, pay utilities, eat, take care of my kids when I have them, and still try to get them the things they wanted, let alone needed, making now about $2.50 an hour. Let that marinate for a second. It is right about this time when I felt like I had failed at this thing called life. 
I'd made a turn where I should have stayed straight at some point. No question I was lost. I saw every luxury I had in my possession no longer as a luxury, but money in my pocket, food on my table. I sold every piece of furniture I had. I sold my living room, my microwaves, my TVs, my bedroom, any clothes I didn't need for work, shoes, literally anything that was not a necessity was gone just so I could starve myself for two weeks and have food when my sons came on every other weekend. The only thing I had in my house not attached to my body was a bed frame and the box spring and mats was on top of it that my sons and I shared when they came over and the TV I rented on the weekends when they came. Not many people came to my house because I couldn't let them see how I was living. It, I, it was at this time I discovered a song by an artist I hadn't heard of before, was Sean Mitchell, turning around for me. It wasn't turning around for me at the time, but that song gave me hope and something to pray for, to strive for. Where I could have crumbled, that song helped me to hold it together and weather a storm like I had never seen or dreamed I'd ever see myself going through. I listened to it on repeat and sang it so much to myself that one day I printed off the lyrics and hung it up on my desk so I could see it every day as I sat down and read it to myself every time I wanted to get up and walk away from that job. Then one day, God showed me his mercy. One day, he heard my cry. He turned things around for me. My work had been noticed and the supervisor left for another opportunity. Now they offered me the job. I had already been doing most of the work and helping her do it while she was there, as well as took over when she left. So when they offered me, I had a little leverage and I can admit a little bitterness too. God not only blessed me with the job I was supposed to have in the first place, but with almost double the salary I was going to get if I had gotten it the first time around. Sometimes your plan is not God's plan for you. That still isn't the roughest time in my life that songs have brought me through. My health battle is well documented and I've spoken routinely about how God healed my body. But what I haven't told you is how the songs brought me to God in the first place and lifted me out of a place where I was ready to give up in more ways than one. See, when my body was racked with pain and weakness and my mind was devastated and going through confusion and depression, I didn't see a fix. I thought God was punishing me. The last thing on my mind was to reach out to him or listen to anyone else tell me to. I didn't want to hear the word, an encouraging word, or speak on the word. The only thing that stayed comfort, constant for me was I still love music and song. One day I heard a song by Tamala Mann called Change Me. It was a song crying out to God to change me and make me more like him. It spoke to me in ways that others' words couldn't. The first time I heard it, I broke out in tears. Tears I couldn't stop from falling for some reason. The shell that I had hardened for so long not only cracked, it broke and I was wide open. I decided in that moment 
I needed to stop running and start looking to God. Not to put one foot in and one foot out, but I needed a real change. I needed to fully surrender myself to him this time and see what he had in store for me. It was obvious to me at this point that my on again and off again relationship with God had not worked out. And it was my fault. Every time I stepped away, life hit me really, really hard. Change me, oh God. As I opened myself up to God completely, I told him, I surrender. Another song caught my ear, Deliver Me, by Donald Lawrence featuring Leandria Johnson. Leandria Johnson. Yes, I had to say her name twice because that girl can sing. But I was riding down the road, I believe from one of my daughter's cheerleading practices, and this song came on my station. And the words said, deliver me, because all I seem to do is hurt me. Hurt me. She repeated that line a couple of times, and I felt something shake throughout my body. I could barely sit still as the tears came rolling down my face. I knew that feeling all too well. I was just so tired of the hurt internally and the pain externally. I needed him in a bad way. I cried and cried out to God every day and night. Silently and as loud as I could, I sang it. I prayed it. Deliver me. Then Leandria hit me up with a song that blessed my soul and quieted the voices in my head and calmed the rapping beating of my heart. Better days. A preacher can say something that speaks directly to you when you're in the church and it blesses your heart. Or you can call on a man or woman of faith and they speak the words that soothes your soul. But that song, unlike any words ever spoken, stuck into my spirit and lifted me up. Her voice by itself is amazing paired with the words of that song. Hold on, better days are coming. I felt like God himself played that song just for me. Through all the turmoil I was going through physically and mentally, I felt a calm come over me, a peace, because I knew it was gonna be all right. Then God intervened, he healed my body. I felt compelled to tell the world of the goodness of God, the greatness of him. The first song that I began singing to myself was an old one. I am a living testimony. For the first time, that song had true meaning for me, not only because of the miracle God had performed in my life, but really because of the culmination of things I had been through in a lifetime, all to bring me to the point of strength and faith where I stood at that very moment with God. As I was searching for an actual artist singing the song, of course I came upon the mighty clouds of joy, but even more importantly, I came across another song that was written just for me. If I didn't know any better, I would have thought the artist, again, Vashon Mitchell, had pierced into my life and written this song with me in mind. The song, my worship is for real. It starts off, you don't know my story. 
all the things that I've been through. You can't feel my pain. What I had to go through to get here. You never understand my praise. Don't try to figure it out. Because my worship is for real. I've been through too much not to worship him. If I was going to stand up in a church or in front of a microphone anywhere and tell you my story or explain to you why I worship and praise God the way I do, I think I would just use those words. I may never be able to explain to you why I love him like I do, but just trust, my worship is for real. There's no way, no how, no excuse for me not to worship God. When I look back over my life, and not just one, not just two, but all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank God for saving me. I say in closing, we all have a song to sing. Rather it's in our hearts, singing out loud or just listening to someone else sing it to you. God to speak to you through songs. Sometimes that can reach you even when the word can't. You can't always access the word. You may not be able to get to that church or find the right message to speak to your heart. But there is a song out there that can speak to you when you need to hear it the most. If you're sad, there are songs that can lift you up. If you're feeling lonely, there are songs to remind you that you're never alone. If you're going through a storm, there are songs to relay to you that there are blessings in the storm or that your soul is anchored no matter how much the storm is raging. If you feel like rejoicing, there are songs to make you clap your hands, pat your feet, or just lift your spirits and put joy in your soul. If you're sick, your body needs healing. There are songs to tell you who the greatest doctor is. Like the great song says, whatever you need, God's got it. That's the power of the song. If you catch me lip syncing a song or even singing aloud, know that. I sing because I'm happy. I sing because I'm free. His eyes is on the sparrow. That's the reason why I sing. 